ladies and gentlemen, and welcome once more to After the Movie. My name is Erica. Sitting across from me, as always, is Bob. Oh. And we went to the movies tonight. You know, we've been a little lax in our movie going lately, but, you know, stuff comes up. Major life events and all that, but... Yeah, so uh, we went to the movies and we saw Godzilla, King of the Monsters. But as we do on this show, first, we are going to make a wild left turn screeching into the trailer park to discuss the way too many trailers that were before this movie. The seven trailers. Was it really only seven? It felt like so much more. No, it was seven. I don't know why it felt like more, but it was just like, oh my God. Okay, let's go. Please, please, please. Uh, first one, the Dave Bautista joint, My Spy. I mean, maybe. Eh. Nah. He's enjoyable, but eh. Yeah. Uh, Dark Phoenix. Which... For some reason, I thought this was coming out like late June. I didn't realize it's coming out like tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, it, I'm just glad that means we're not going to see trails for it anymore. Yeah, we've been seeing trailers for that one for a while. Yeah. Not as bad as uh, Transformers the last night. We saw trailers for that for like a year and a half before that came out, I feel like. Yeah. But we've seen the fucking Dark Phoenix trailer a lot. Yeah. Um, next was Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Just make the Wicked movie. Just get the rights and make the fucking Wicked movie. <laughs> Like, you don't understand. No, I think you do understand how much I fucking adore Sleeping Beauty, the original Disney animated classic. Mm -hmm. It is one of my favorites of all time. And Maleficent just took a titanic dump all over that. And normally I don't care, but I don't know. Something about that one just really, really, really pissed me off. And... What was great about that is we watched that on the way down to Florida. Oh, we did. We were going to Disney, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And we were both like, what is this? Why are we watching this? At least we were in first class. We were in first class. That was nice. That was our first uh, anniversary, wasn't it? If memory serves. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Maleficent is a terrible movie, and you should just watch the original Sleeping Beauty. Because Maleficent does the uh, good fairies dirty, and I did not appreciate that at all. And Maleficent's the coolest, like, villain. Like, what's this, like... I could rail about this for hours. Let's move on. Rambo, Last Blood. I don't even want to talk about that. It's just sad at this point, isn't it? Who wants another Rambo movie? Do I want to watch a really old, like, roided-out Sylvester Stallone, like, killing brown people? I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I've never seen any of them, so... The first couple... Was this only the first one I saw? The first one is a legitimately good movie, and then it just kind of gets progressively more insane, but I don't know. It's just like, really? I I don't need to see this. Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, why isn't it August? This was the second trailer, right? And I had been hoping not to see this. I knew it was going to happen, but it's fine. This had me just giddily laughing the entire time. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait for this stupid movie. Like, I, I'm beyond excited for it. So, August uh, August 2nd can't get here fast enough. They, I don't think they could lean into it any harder. No, but you know what? I appreciate that. And we're going to talk about that later. We're going to have a discussion about leaning in. Lean in, Erica. Lean the fuck in, bitch! Terminator. Dark. You know, I, I said a long time ago that I was done because why why do we keep coming back? What's the point? But you've got, I don't really care who's producing, whatever. That doesn't mean all that much. But you got Tim Miller, the guy uh, who directed the first Deadpool. So that's encouraging. Uh, it's cool to see Linda Hamilton back. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. It comes out later this year, right? You say like November or yeah, something? Yeah, something like that. So possibly. I mean, it's... Um, I really don't think you need anything after that second movie. No. You know? It, Rise of the Machines was just kind of like, okay. And then I don't think I saw anything after after that just because I don't care. Right. You know? 
and it starts there, to... There are a shocking number of Terminator movies. Like, I always forget, like, there's, like, four in the middle. Yeah, there's a lot. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, you'll forget that there's a lot. But it's just, like, I don't know. I don't know. We talked about it with Alex a few weeks ago on Subtle Interference. Just, it's it's a, one of those promising franchises that's just kind of, like... It shouldn't be, and we'll talk about this a little bit later too, it shouldn't be that hard to make an exciting, engaging movie. Shouldn't it, though? I, apparently it is. I don't know. But you've got a good director. Uh, it, it seems, you know, it, it looked it looked intriguing. So we'll, we'll see. If it's a back-to-basics, just bare-bones Terminator movie without all the fucking mythology nonsense and, like... Because that's what the problem is. Stuff falls all over its own. Uh, uh, I don't know what the best way to put that is. It just it starts uh, buying its own hype, and then it's like, I, I don't need it. Th- this doesn't need to be complicated. Mm-hmm. I think is another kind of ringing thing that we talk about on this this show quite a bit. Shit doesn't need to be complicated. Well, and strip it, it down, make it. Simple. It's a franchise based around time travel, right? So every movie you do, you compound the problem. Of the time travel yeah. conundrum. Yeah. And so... It, it, it gets convoluted and just... And you know what? It, there's a point, where, and we've talked about this before too, where if you're if it's a fun movie, I don't care. But we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm willing to perhaps give it a chance. It, chapter two. So we still haven't seen the first chapter. Which I've been told is actually a pretty solid adaptation. Uh, it's supposed to be a pretty good movie. Um, this actually, the trailer with the old lady, that's the part that I actually got to in the book when I was trying to do my reread. And I was like, okay, I'm done. Because it gets a little samey in the yeah. middle there. It's a good book, but it's it's very long. You could legitimately murder someone with it. And it's, it's uh, yeah, I got a little sick of it, but... Um, Sheila said it was actually supposed to be pretty solid, so I would like to uh, watch the first one, do an episode on it, and go see uh, uh, the second part. Mostly because I think the casting is outstanding. You've got Bill Hader up in there. That was Jessica Chastain, I believe. Uh, you got McAvoy fucking around. Um, yeah, so I'm into it. Meh. I know horror is not really it's your It's not jam. really my idea. Yeah. I've never... Um... I've never really been intrigued by Stephen King, like, at all. Which is weird, because you're a white dude who's a nerd. Yeah. I I knew a couple guys in high school that were, like, all about Stephen King. Uh, Isn't it so cool this white guy is so successful writing books? I love his books, because he's a white guy. I do like Stephen King, though. But no, I mean, again, nothing against him. Hey, he I found just, he found a formula and he just went, man. I just it just never appealed to me personally. Actually, his one book that I like more than any of his other writing is his book called On Writing, mm-hmm. where it just talks about kind of you know not only his process but some of the shit that he went through. There's some about his uh, he was writing that when he got into that when he got hit by the car, so he talks about that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually a really, really, uh, if, you, if you've if you got the writer's block a little bit, that's a good book to pick up and, and plow through. It's only about maybe 200, 300 pages. It's pretty short, mm-hmm. but um, I found it to be an intriguing read. Nice. I think I still have it upstairs, but yeah. Man can write a good, uh, good setup. He's not very good at those endings. <clears throat> See all of his writing. <laughs> that's not fair. Uh, the Stand is one of my favorites. Uh, the... Description of the beginning of how the plague kind of rips across the United States is amazing. And then the ending, you're just kind of like, what? I'm sorry. What? But I digress. Did it end with Brad Pitt um, injecting himself with a disease? We don't speak of that movie in this house because that book is outstanding. And if you want a we'll say, a performative version of World War Z, you should definitely pick up the uh, 
uh, uh, audiobook because it's outstanding. Is very good. Mark Hamill at the Battle of Yonkers, I think, is worth the price of admission alone, personally. Martin Scorsese is a voice. Right. Well, because it was Max Brooks that wrote it, Scion of Mel Brooks, who knows everyone. <laughs> so I was like, hey, Marty, you're not fucking doing anything. Come on. Be in my son's audiobook. <laughs> There's a lot of people fucking around in that shit. It's good, oh, though. Yeah. It's no, very it's, solid. Well, yeah, and not to turn into audiobook the podcast, but it it is... I, it ruined me for audiobooks because now I'm like, no, I knew I want to cast. See, for me with audiobooks, I'm usually more like uh, nonfiction stuff. I can't, I, I'll just sit down and read a, read like a, a fiction book. Nonfiction is fine for audiobooks for me. But you I did know, listen to The Handmaid's Tale as a. You know what we could do? Yeah. We could do a podcast. Mm-hmm. Where we get works in the public domain and then perform them. I'd be all about that, man. Inside my chest beats the heart of a wannabe theater kid. So, yeah, I'm, I'm there. Let's do Macbeth. I'll, I'll, just Macbeth. Print, I'll, I'll just print out some of my old fanfics. We can read that. Podfic, Bob. Podfic. N- uh, no. No. Moving on. Moving on from the trailer park. Veering out of the trailer park and waving goodbye to uh, uh, (laughs) audiobook land. Uh, Let's talk about uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Uh, Spoilers, obviously, from here on out. Um, Where to begin? (sighs) I want your take first this time. First take, not nearly enough fighting. Not nearly enough monster fighting. Uh, I had read a couple of reviews going into this that said, oh, there's more. And I I would debate that. I don't know that there necessarily is. Um, I didn't find the... I mean, the human plot is convoluted as shit, and I don't care about it. But I think casting Eleven was probably a good call, because if you were going to get me to care... That was probably the best way. Yeah. But as we have said countless times, I am here for giant monster fighting. That is what I want. And I don't understand why that is such a hard concept. Well, because humans... It's the same problem with the Transformers movies. I don't care about the people. I'm not here for that. No. And if you are, and I don't want this to turn into Pacific Rim, the podcast volume, whatever yes, you the do. fuck. You literally said that in the car. Shut up. I said I didn't want to do that. I'm try- I was thinking of a way not to, but it's impossible not to make a comparison. Because Pacific Rim is the best kaiju movie of the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Maybe even longer than that. Because it's like, if you're not going to con- give me constant, you know, robot monster fighting, which that movie gives you quite a bit of. Yes. Uh, and it's interesting and engaging and you, it's, it's good, you know. Mm-hmm. When I'm not engaged in that, you give me colorful characters that are interesting that I kind of want to hang out with. Mm-hmm. You know, in a very sort of simple plot... That's not necessarily trotting all over the globe. We're just in one spot. We're doing our thing. And it's good. You mean you don't want a bunch of eco-terrorists? What was that? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm always pleased when uh, when uh, Mr. Dance shows up to the party. But I, I believe the quote I read from him online was, it had really good catering. When he, when he was asked how it was filming the movie. Because <laughs> the man is a treasure and we genuinely don't deserve him. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I was, I was giddy going into this. Yes. Uh, we've been talking this up uh, significantly uh, since we started seeing the trailers. And yeah, I'm just very disappointed. Yeah. You know? And I could tell you were getting bored like halfway through. You mean the part where I was like literally trying to fall asleep for a second? 
no, yeah. No, you were kind of leaning forward. You were like, you were I getting a little antsy. Yeah, yeah. I was like, because it's like over two hours too. It's two hours five minute runtime, which there's no reason for it to be. No, uh, just you get get to the fucking point. You know, because I wonder if you had, if you had trimmed down the human stuff, if we would be complaining about the amount of monster fighting. If you had kept the same amount of monster fighting, but trim this down to tight 90, maybe 95, 100. Well, I don't need so many characters either. Why did it have to be so complicated? And you don't show, you only are giving me like that, that mammoth uh, kaiju. And I'm not calling them titans. They're kaiju. They are kaiju. Let's just call them kaiju. Moving on. The mammoth one was fucking rad looking. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'd like to see him messing shit up. Yeah. No. You get like two seconds of him. Mm-hmm. You get some Rodan, which is pretty cool. Yep. Not nearly enough Mothra. No. Because Mothra is queen of all of our hearts. Um, and yeah, just like, I, I don't know. It's just a lot of kind of squandered potential. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's... I mean, when you never expect the human part of it to be. No, you remember good. the one that we watched. Oh my god, the name is this Godzilla Final Wars. I've never seen it. Yes, we did. We sat and we watched it together. Did we? Yes, we did. Which one was that? That's the one where it ends up being all of the monsters oh, come back. Yeah. Um, and the shit with the people is absolutely bad shit and makes absolutely no sense. But it's insane, so you're there for it. Right. And it's just, all of this is so, like, seriously staring at the camera. And it's like, Ken Watanabe can do that. I don't care about you, Friday Night Lights guy. Like, I don't give a shit. Whatever. You know, there throughout the movie, I, I had that, like, feeling of, like, someone on this movie very clearly wanted to lean in and make a Western Godzilla movie that's basically just a Godzilla movie. Well, and what I don't understand is, and I know Pacific Rim didn't do like, you know, gangbusters or anything. Mm-hmm. Did enough to get us a mediocre sequel, but not that I'm bitter. Um, but I, uh, it's, it's just, but it was, if you're a monster movie fan, if you are a kaiju movie fan, a man in suit movie fan, mm-hmm. this isn't for you. No. Because, I mean, the CG is fine. It's okay. It's nothing spectacular, but no. it's just kind of like, okay. No, it's like, it, this This ended up falling into the valley between the between the, your two extremes, and it, 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 I think it failed for that reason. Um you know, if you had leaned into the ridiculousness of it, trimmed up the human story a little bit. Um, you need that moment where the fucking Jaeger is walking down the street, the music is kicking it in the background, and they're using a fucking tanker like ship as a goddamn sword. Mm-hmm. I need the fist going through the building and hitting the balls. Mm-hmm. I-, I need that stuff because it's ridiculous. Because this whole premise is ridiculous. Yes. Like, I don't need you coming in and being like, well, we're going to make a very, very solemn, serious... Like, this isn't 1954 where we're making, like, allegories for, you know, the bombs dropping on Japan. That's not what we're doing here. No. And, I mean, if you'd like to do that, I mean, we have Shin Godzilla. I'll go watch that. Well, which I would watch Shin Godzilla a hundred times. Yes. I thoroughly Before enjoyed I would that. Watch one. this one again. And I was thinking about that on the drive home, like, because that has a fair amount of shit with the people too. You know, and Godzilla isn't fighting any other monster; it's just Godzilla, mm-hmm. and it's the allegory for the uh, uh, Fukushima Fukushima disaster. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's just good, you know. It's just a good fucking movie. Well, the. The whole plot of the human side in Shin Godzilla is um, young guy figures out what's going on. People don't listen to him. His shit goes when they get, when they get ganked because they're idiots. He steps saves up the day. and saves the day. 
That's simple. The plot. A very simple, straightforward plot. No, no, no. We're Here's not what you need. Globe trotting. Here's what you need. Um, you need to start with a um a Senate investigation to a shady shadow organization um that is monitoring kaiju across the globe and bringing them back to life um with no real good explanation for why um right um well we think some of them might be on our side some might be good Uh, i'm sorry (laughs) what what? um then they need to be uh betrayed by scientist lady who creates a way to actually wake up the rest of the dormant ones question when at the end she's like, because she does the heel face or face heel face turn, and I'm just like, I don't care about your character at all. No, I, I had no. It's like, oh, cool. So you're gonna go away and die then. Yeah. Rad. Mm-hmm. I'm into that. Yeah. Why do I care? I don't care about these characters at all. No. Which isn't true. I care about uh, Sarazawa because yep. he's Ken Watanabe and he's delightful. I care about, uh, what is her name? Millie Bobby Brown? Mm -hmm. Because she's 11. Mm -hmm. And Charles Dance, because he's fucking Charles Dance. I don't give a shit about anybody else. Yeah. I don't. Hold on, hold on. I I meant to pull up the cast list before. There's a lot of people in this movie. Bradley Whitford is fucking around in there. I like how, as he's aging, he's just... Like, he's going for just, I'm the weird guy now. Oh, yeah. He knows what's up. That's how he gets work. He's like, I did the West Wing. That's fine. Moving on. Um, Can we talk about, just real brief, fuck Aaron Sorkin. Sure. I've never, like, I've never seen an episode of the West Wing. I never saw the social network. Um, I think I watched a few episodes of Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Uh, very pleased that it was 30 Rock that was the one that, uh, survived out of those two. Um, and I never saw any of the newsroom. Because he just seems very sanctimonious and... Yeah. It's like, no, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, no, Studio 60, I, I watched the one and only season of that. It should have been really good. It should. It, it had a pretty good cast, didn't it? Wasn't Chandler like fucking around up in that he piece? He was on it. Um, uh, Bradley Whitmore was on it. Uh, Who else was in there? It had a stacked cast. Yeah, no, it was. It was a solid. It should have been good, but it was just too fucking pretentious. Well, and that's the thing. Like, if you're you're like buying into your own bullshit and enjoying the smell of your own farts, then I'm sorry, man. I got nothing for you. Uh. So so, you got Alex Alexander Scar's skateboard, um, who yes is the son of Stellar Skateboard. That's a that's a deep reference. <laughs> I am not going to explain it. You shouldn't. Um, who back. was he in this movie? I don't know. Here, here's the picture. I'm trying to. Do Do you even remember? No. Like, who was he? And he's got... So what's funny is... Because he's like a person. I would recognize him if he was in the movie. Are you sure? Yeah. Um. Unless he was one of Charlie Dance's, like, dudes. I'm... I, I'm, so I'm at confused. a loss. I'm so confused. We get, I, I've got to... I've got to find IMDB here for a second. But there's a lot of people in this movie that you're like, oh, him, oh, her, you know? Uh, the lead from, the female lead from um, Shape of Water is up in this piece. Um, and she gets. Sally Hawkins. Yeah, unceremoniously murdered by uh, King Ghidorah, which was very confusing because I was like, did she just get eaten? Yeah, we, I it can't was really kinda, tell. Yeah. You got. Um... Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. You got Silicon Valley guy. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. Uh, He was pretty pointless as well. Uh Uh-huh. We really didn't need a second uh, um, comic relief guy. 
No. You should have picked either him or uh, Bradley. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, too much. Way too much going on. Too much. And I appreciate trying to cram as many kaiju in as possible, but if they're not going to do anything. You could, if you want to do competing other shady organization wakes the kaiju. That's simple. Mm-hmm. Dead stop. Simple. Yes. Don't. I don't need the family drama. You don't need the bullshit with the Senate at the beginning of the movie. No. At all. No. Don't need... If you want... If you want Millie Bobby Brown, have the scientist family, but don't do the... Don't do the face heel face. Just have them be part of Monarch and... Well, and why am I supposed to, like... Because I, I get the feeling they want you to sympathize with the mom, like she's making this impossible choice. It's like, no, you're killing, like, hundreds of thousands of people. Like, your plan is to, like, reset the Earth with the with the kaiju. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Yeah. No. Madame, no. No, you can't be, you can't grow sympathy for someone like that. Not at all. No. You know, it's like... So when she makes that sacrifice at the end, you're just like, well, yeah, because you fucked everything up. Yeah. Exactly. And she come gets out of that car. You don't get out of that car. Like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Shame not, about Boston. Not though. unless a Pikachu pulls you out and then allows you... I believe it was um, Mewtwo that assisted as well. Yeah, me, well, yeah. We will have a Detective Pikachu episode, <laughs> folks. We did see it. We loved the shit out of it. And we are contemplating a second viewing, <laughs> so we can do so it. we can podcast properly about it. Yeah. Um. So. So. Yeah. It's way too convoluted. It's, there's way too much going on, and there's some really interesting ideas that they throw out, like this whole, like like this. Uh, a hollow earth underwater like civilization or like the ruins of it. So I want to talk about that. Lay it on me. They are so fucking caught up in creating the expanded universe. Yeah, we get a lot of references to Skull Island and Kong up in this piece. There are, I bet bet they say uh, Skull Island ten times in this movie. At least, at least, at least, at least. And I'm here for that, but not to the detriment of your, your movie. No. You got to keep the eye on the prize. You got to. You can't be focused on it's. It's the the Justice League issue. Mm-hmm. It's the Batman v Superman colon Don of Justice issue. It's and and one. If you go back to Skull Island, which I love that movie. It's great. Um, Lots of really good uh, monster action, mm-hmm. and you have characters, or maybe character, that you care about. Yeah, it really was character. But, I mean, I thought John... He he probably got to see them. He did. He probably did. He did. Oh, that makes me happy. But, I mean, Samuel Jackson was interesting in that movie. Yeah. John Goodman was interesting in that movie. You had interesting characters. And I don't know if it's just because, oh, I like those actors. Well, what was the plot? We're going to investigate this island. There was a little bit of setup to, to tell you why... You know, they were able to get the funding. Well, it sets it in a time and a place. Right. And then we go to the island. We're yeah. to the island fairly quickly in yeah. that movie. It doesn't take long. No. My problem is Kong gets pretty fucked up in that movie by things that are not Godzilla. Yeah. So it's like, how are we... Well, also, Kong is a lot smaller than Godzilla. Yes. So unless he's getting, like, irradiated and huge... I mean, they did make a point in the movie to say, like, he's still pretty young. That's true, so maybe he grew bigger. But but that's still kind of bullshit. Yeah, it's still pretty weak, right? Uh, uh, we should watch Skull, uh, Skull Island this got weekend. in 4K. Uh, like, even the soldiers in that movie are great. Like, that one soldier in that movie mm-hmm. is outstanding. Yeah. Oh, what was his name? I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he was delightful. <laughs> There's just a lot of good kind of characters in that, and I... You never know what's going to work, I guess, but, you know, movie to movie. But everything in this one just kind of felt very flat for me. Yeah. Because, like, some of them are getting jokey-jokey, and then you've got Friday Night Lights guy, like, 
doing the head tilt toward the camera, being all self-serious, and I have to find my daughter. And Well, and you had the, you had the soldiers who... Soldiers are always great comic relief because they're just there to do a job. Well, and I almost would have rather it just be like, okay, military v. kaiju. Right. That's a classic formula. Yep. Here for it. Let's just do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been perfect. Um, it, it's... But, I, I mean, I kind of get why not because they did that in the first movie. They did that in, in Godzilla. Well, um, the problem with the first movie was you focused solely on fucking Quicksilver. You know, like, okay. Right. No, they, yeah, that's they, kick-ass. That. That's great. And any time there was monster fighting, they would cut away from it mm-hmm. as if ashamed. Yeah. But it's like, no, that's why I'm here. The movie is called Godzilla. I don't care about anything else going on. Kids here. So, I'm trying. I'm trying to put myself like in the studio's head headspace on making a movie like this. Because, mm-hmm. like, is your thought process that you can get a general audience into a kaiju movie? See, I don't know because I think let's go back because Godzilla came out in 2014, right? Right. Pacific Rim came out in the year before, I think 2013. Sure. Um, and we love that movie. I don't know that the greater population loves that movie. No. Um, because it is it is very niche, right? Yeah, you're is. either into, into giant robot monster fighting with cute scientists or you're not. Right. And it's not everybody's bag. I completely understand that. But that's okay. But it is okay. It's perfectly fine. It's Seinfeld syndrome. Right. You're never going to get another Seinfeld. But Well, and everything doesn't have to be Seinfeld. Right. You know, you can have something that's perfectly serviceable, but it doesn't have to be everything to everybody. Right. And, you know, maybe that means you trim the budget a little bit. You market to that, you know, you, you budget to what you, your return is going to be to market to that, you know, that segment. Because if you if you just if you if you go with the approach that if we can't make money off of everyone we're not going to make money off of, we're just not going to do it because there's an audience out there for it yeah you can make money doing it right well and i think the word of mouth really killed this too yeah well i can understand why yeah yeah um and at first i was like cuz every review that i saw was like oh well, the human stuff is stupid but the monster fighting is great and i was like well yeah Mm-hmm. Cool. Course correction. And mm-hmm. I don't know, it, it like it at times it had like beats of feeling cheesy and got Oh you know, sure, toe-ho-y. definitely. And you're kinda like, oh thank you. But But then it would get, you know, back to kind of more Western flavor. There's no moments in there. There's no I'm using a sword a, a boat as a sword moment. There's nothing like that. There's nothing in here. That I'm like, ooh, I gotta go back and rewatch that because that was badass. You even, know, even the moment. So one of the moments they they showed in the trailer was when Charles Dance say uh, says, "Long live the king." That should have been after something fucking epic, right? And, and it's just this very quiet sort of like meh moment. Yeah, and you're like Charlie. No, you wasted the line. And then she says it again at the end. It's like, no, that's not your line to say. That's Charlie's line. Something about Charlie's Bob. I don't know what it is. <laughs> There's something deeply wrong with me. Um, Yeah, I, I don't know that I have much more to say other than I, I think if you're going to make a kaiju movie, you need to make a fucking kaiju movie. Mm-hmm. Lean into that shit. Give Guillermo a call. He doesn't even have to direct it. Just have the director talk to him. Yeah. I you know Because you gotta come into it with some love and some care. Yeah. It, it's a niche movie. You know, superhero movies did really well with finding a general audience. And Well, because I, they started to you know, find other genres that they could be while being a superhero movie. Right. And you have characters that people are invested in. Yeah. So you there's 
There's a reason for that. That mm-hmm. does not mean you're going to be able to do it with everything. You know, and and what what's annoying about it is, you know, there are genres that succeed just by being genre movies. Like, look at horror. Now, granted, horror has seen a resurgence in the last few years. Well, you're also making horror movies, and probably it notwithstanding, because I would expect the budget for... That's probably a little higher because of the cast that you have. But you make a horror movie for, like, a couple million, Mm -hmm. and people will go see that shit. No matter how bad it may be. That's Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's the, you know... But what's... That's the appeal. Yeah, and you know what? What's crazy... So you know if you're you're going crazy on CG and these kaiju mo- uh, yeah you're gonna spend more. You know what? Throw some dudes. To. Throw some dudes in some suits, man. Just release the Toho movies in theaters here. Because I would go see those. I would go see every single one of them. And there's like twenty something. And you know, and and like when I saw the trailers for this, and you saw like how fast they were moving and everything. Like part of me was excited, but there was that part of me that was like. This doesn't look right. Well, because you think back, right? And I don't mean to keep bringing it up, but you've seen a movie and you've seen the extras in Pacific Rim where you have Guillermo talking about these things are giant. We need to give them a sense of scale, a sense of like weight. And this is how they move and they're slow. And it's it makes sense then when you see it. Mm-hmm. In this, Godzilla's like coming up out of the water and it's not displacing anything. Yeah. And now that's such a small nitpicky thing, but I'm bored in your movie and I'm going to notice that kind of shit. Well, you're going to notice it and it um when when I was a uh, when I was still a photographer, um you know, we talked when when I was learning it what they what they tell you is there's a lot of things about a professional photograph that make it stand out from an amateur photograph and 99% of people could not tell you what those things are but if they're missing people will know yep it's not professional mm-hmm. and that's what that's one of those things we know cuz Guillermo brought it up and special features are great these days and you have some film school training so well, and you just, it, it's a visual thing. You think about it, and you see it, and it just doesn't look right. Right. And it, it Godzilla shouldn't be running. No. No, and you know, and I love, like, the old lumbering movements in, in the rubber suit. Here's and- the thing. Throw some dudes in some suits, man. If throw some dudes in some suits, I will go see that movie. I can't tell you how bad I want to see that movie with the high, with the big cast. Oh yeah, I want to see wanna, the shit out of that. I want to see Charles Stance like throw his arms up and be like, "Ah, no!" as he's getting crushed by a rubber suit. You know what? He'd have more fun filming that movie. <laughs> it wouldn't just be well. The catering was good, which is choice. <laughs> Charlie knows what's up. Um, but I think this goes back to um, there was a logo that was shown at the beginning of this movie. It uh, it has a W and a B. Yeah, and that's kind of par for the course with them, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And it, it it is what it is, you know. And the unfortunate thing is with the the um, corporate consolidation of movie studios, you're we're going to get more and more of shit like this. The big like, oh, let's try to be everything to everyone. Mm-hmm. And try for the big cash grab because that's the safest bet unfortunately the one thing that i'm kind of excited for is that as as equipment be, as professional grade equipment becomes more affordable um it you know it, it will open up the opportunity for more indie filmmakers and you know smaller production houses to make Mm-hmm. Um, quality films. You know what, Bob? I don't even need a quality film. Give me Space Cop. Give me Space Cop and I will be happy. All I want to be is entertained. Right. And if you can do that by making cardboard like 
robot shells for yourselves and fighting in the backyard. Mm -hmm. I'm into that because there's a certain artistry to that that I can appreciate, you know? Right. There's time and there's love there. And to me, that's almost what's most important because when you put time and love and care into a movie, you can fucking tell. It Mm -hmm. shows through. And as a bit of a film nerd... We watch a lot of movies, you know, I can appreciate that. The number, I I feel like if we went back and, and we, we still got to do our, like one of our side episodes that we keep saying we're going to do. But if you go back and look at all the movies we like and you, you read up on them and saw the, the, the cast enjoy making this movie. I, you know, guaranteed most of them. The cast had a fun time. I think that's telling as well. You know, and you can tell when a cast is having a good time because they're getting into it, um, and they're really thinking about their characters. And oh, I'm not gonna go into that rabbit hole. I think we all knew where that was going, so I'll just stop and let you all just kind of fill in the blanks there. You were talking about Scott Pilgrim, right? Obviously, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Thank God that movie didn't make like a ton of money. That's like a perfect little time capsule. I haven't watched that movie in a long ass time. We should flip so, that on. So the the funny thing with Scott Pilgrim is at that particular point in time, the only other thing I really knew Jason Schwartzman from was I Heart Huckabees. <laughs> so the the like, <laughs> like the what? the whiplash from his character and that to Gideon Graves is like Ow. What? Ouch. <laughs> what I what I love about that, um, if you uh, if you go back and listen to the commentary, uh, they did film the stuff with Gideon at the end, and so um, because he's not in the movie at all until that last scene, uh, you know he had no need to be on set for anything. So he came in, and so you know they're they've been going through filming for however long it takes to make a movie. They're exhausted, so he comes in and he's fresh. And he's like. Let's do this. Right, let's, let's make go. a movie. And, right. and like they said, like it was like it was nice. revitalizing, yeah. right? So it's a good movie. It's a great movie. I yeah. enjoy that movie. Um, yeah. So ultimately, uh, very disappointing. Bob, where would this fall on your hot dog scale? Um, this. Uh. This for me is this for me is the minor league ballpark dog. Because because here's why. Uh, Because you go and you say it's a hot dog. Can't be bad. Say it's a hot dog. And then you, and then you, you know, you're like, it's not gonna be the best, but it's gonna be good. It's gonna be fine. It'll be passable. You're gonna right. enjoy. I'm it. not gonna be like angry. I went. And then you eat it, and you think, man, if this was any more than the dollar I paid for it, I'd be a little upset. <laughs> I can understand. I can see that. <laughs> and I shouldn't say I'm upset. Like I haven't been like upset walking out of a movie in a while, but. No. It's just disappointing. Yeah. Because I do love kaiju movies. I love that kind of shit. And mm -hmm. we had very high hopes for this one. One last thing before we wrap up is uh, that I want to ask about because uh, we haven't talked about this. You know, kaiju movies in general, uh, they're so intrinsically Japanese. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, and so, you know, it ties in and then it, it, you know, elicits all of the thoughts of, uh, you know, uh, anime and manga and, um, glorious Guillermo del Toro movies. And so when, so when you have a a westernized version of that, like, and you lose all of the Japanese-ness of it. Well, and that's why I get concerned when I hear, oh, we're making a ghost in the shell movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're adapting Akira because mm-hmm. it's just like with Taika Waititi, which oh gives me pause. But <laughs> ugh, 
Because there is something that is so Japanese, especially about Akira, that's very wrapped up in it being set in Japan. That having it... I, I don't know. It's just very... I don't want to say don't do it, because, hey, you never know, right? But if you are going to do it, it needs to be with somebody who has a passion mm-hmm. for it and understands it, you know? Yeah. And because, I, I don't know why we over here feel that, oh, well, the human element is really what people want to see. No. Not at all, man. And maybe that's just us. Well, sometimes it is what you want to see. Um, well, if it's interesting and it's good. But, you know, you get you got to know what you're making. Like, are you making, you know, if you're if you're making Saving Private Ryan, the human element is the is extraordinarily important. Well, yes, yes. If you're making Hobbs and Shaw. Not so much. He really he, is black Superman. <laughs> I cannot express to you, dear listeners, how excited I am for that movie. But and how I will yeah. cry on this podcast if it is not does not live up to expectations. It's just it's just so disappointing. It's just like if if you guys just make the movie that you're making, strip you're it gonna down. Do, you're gonna do fine. It doesn't need to be so complicated. I don't need some fucking device. Like, if you're sitting thing. there, if 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 you got people you know you're you're in a studio and you're going to the writer's room you're asking why 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 if you're asking why and making them write explanations for it you're doing it incorrectly well you're probably not that into the story in the first place and the movie that you're trying to make well and the other thing is if you fly in with whys and the answer isn't well because it's cool well why would they release the kaiju they're evil but why do they have to release the kaiju at all? Why can't the kaiju just release themselves? Why Why is Monarch keeping them alive? Because they might help us? Question mark. That's even worse. When you do try to answer it, but then don't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so here's the thing, folks. I, I don't know that I would recommend you go see it. Uh, I wouldn't either. I would say wait for it to come on HBO, maybe rent it when it comes out, and instead, do yourself a favor and rewatch Pacific Rim later. Watch a good kaiju movie. Go buy Shin Godzilla. Watch Shin Godzilla. Shin Godzilla is a very good movie and one that we've been discussing doing an episode on for probably a couple years at this point. Mm-hmm. Go watch Kong Skull Island. Mm-hmm. I think that's this type of movie done particularly well. Which is so annoying because it's the same system. I know. I know. Though I think we're in the minority in that too. I don't know that a lot of people enjoy that movie as much as we do. Yeah. Um, It's mostly because of... um, Oh, what's the actor's name? John C. Riley. Yes, John C. Riley. He's a delight in that movie. The minor characters in that movie are delightful. Yeah. And they really help build it up. Mm-hmm. Um, or go watch Godzilla Final Wars. It's so bug fucking sane, or the original fucking Godzilla. D- just don't watch this. Go watch Jurassic Park. Go watch Jurassic Park. Yes. Don't watch the 1998 Godzilla. No. That is a bad movie. Like unless a, you're the, playing a drinking game. Even then, I don't know that it's worth it. Let's make Godzilla look like a T Rex. <laughs> Let's cast Matthew Broderick. What's Jean Renault doing? Throw him in there. Hank Azaria's not too busy these days. Yeah, him too. And have him be doing a terrible New York accent. Please and thank you. So yeah, folks. uh, There's plenty of good kaiju movies out there. Go watch those instead. I don't think you should waste your time on this one. I wouldn't. Or go watch Detective Pikachu again. Yes. Go see John Wick 3 again. You know, there's there's other movies out there. I I would steer clear of this one, unfortunately. It mm-hmm. saddens me to say, because nothing would have made me happier than to come here, sit down, and just fangirl out for a few hours with you. But if you want that, you got to go listen to our overindulgent Pacific Rim podcast. <laughs> 
And I wasn't really even allowed to fangirl out there, so I'm just saying. Very unfair. Well, you're allowed to fangirl. You're just not allowed to fanfic girl. That's part of this whole thing, sir. <laughs> All right? Don't tell me how to fan. Okay? Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you again for listening. Go check out the uh, other podcasts in the Team Puma Knife Network. Uh, you can find it all on teampumanife.com. Uh, rate and review on iTunes if you enjoy listening to us. We'd appreciate that. And um, I'm not too sure what we have coming up next. Probably a few catch-up episodes. Mm-hmm. Like I said, things have been a little nutty around here, so we've been a little off schedule. But um, I know we do have the new Spider-Man movie coming up in uh, beginning of July. But hopefully we'll have a few episodes before then for you. Yeah, we I think we've got a couple things uh, that we meant to do in the early dead of winter or early spring that we never got to. And or we just kind of lost track of time and didn't get a chance to podcast about, uh, see the alien 4k release and detective Pikachu. Yep. Cause alien, we could sit and talk about for probably three hours. <clears throat> At least you could. I know that, which I believe is twice the length of that movie. <laughs> uh, so yes, uh, thanks as always folks. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. This has been a Puma Knife production.